0: I gave you all of put you on this throne, but I'm a little now. What's up, ego hackers? Welcome to the CS Joseph Podcast. Today's question, which I find absolutely fascinating, I'd like to uh, give a particular shout out uh, to the Acolyte member who asked this question because... I'm pretty, uh, thankful, uh, to have the opportunity to answer it. I'm trying to get the, uh, camera out of the wind here. Which, by the way, I know the last, uh, two episodes that I shot had a lot of wind noise in them. There may even be wind noise in this one, so I apologize in advance. But rest assured, I just, uh, got a new microphone since I've been experimenting with audio a lot recently, and... Let's be honest, my extraverted sensing demon is really not conducive to being a YouTube or podcast creator. (laughs) My sound, I mean, at least my video quality's okay, but my sound uh, quality is definitely below average and I'm aware. Uh, A couple of people can give me some tips. And uh, so in about a week, I'll have a new microphone with a different uh, wind jam uh, setup and it's actually compatible with uh, my specific mount. So it's taken me uh, this long to finally settle on what I believe is the right choice, and I believe it will work. I do have another microphone with a windjammer on it. The problem is it's a lapel mic, and I hate lavaliers. I hate lapel microphones. So since this is kind of more like a a vlog of some kind or a vlog or whatever people call it in the uh, creator blogosphere of the internet. Honestly, I think just doing without the lavalier is a better choice. So gonna do like a shotgun microphone setup with a wind jammer and whatnot. So I can at least increase the uh, production quality to a point. So we'll see, we'll see also like really like the idea of shooting in nature or shooting in public, at least being outside. Uh, it's a lot better than just being cooped up in some office or something. It's really just doesn't do it for me. Even if it's like freezing outside, I'd rather be outside. I, I like the elements so much more than just being bored in a really, really hot office or just, I don't know. The green screen's cool and all, but it's just not the mm-hmm. best. I'd rather save the uh, green screen for whiteboard-related uh, sessions, if that uh, if that matters. At least I know that most of the people in the audience really appreciate the whiteboard, so we're actually going to be seeing more of the whiteboard in the future. Just need a little bit of time uh, to get the right equipment again to do that. So it's just been difficult for me to mold my introverted sensing into something that's more conducive to uh, actually being a proper creator instead of just shooting from the hip like I normally do. So anyway, enough of that. Today's question, uh, why is it that when introverted intuitive users were NI users, the more freedom they have, the less they actually get done? What a fascinating question. love that question. So, I mean, really, I could just straight out say the answer right now, but I'm gonna lead up to it. So, I guess the most atypical version of the 16 types that this would affect is really NI heroes and NI inferiors. The more freedom they have, the less they actually get done. There's a lot of reasons for that. Let's start with the NI inferiors first. So, if an NI inferior is like really really spoiled with let's say like a lot of freedom they constantly want to protect that freedom it's not unlike um, it's not unlike uh, INFPs or ESTJs when they have like power and authority in their life they want to squeeze hard to it they want to hold it, they want to keep it in their hands they don't really want to lose what power and authority that they've gained in their life but because they squeeze so tightly it ends up slipping to their fingertips and I inferiors, ESFPs and ESTPs, for example, really have a similar struggle with their freedom because, from their perspective, is like as soon as they actually commit to making a choice, and you know the commitment function is introverted sensing, and their introverted sensing is in the nemesis slot, which carries a lot of uh, emotional weight in it in the form of worry and concern. So they're usually worried and concerned whenever they commit to making a decision. And this could be a huge problem for them. So that sucks. It really sucks because from their perspective, they're worried about committing to one of their options that, you know, that their freedom has afforded them because freedom basically Gives a person options, right? It's having options. So there, there, and each option represents, let's say, metaphysically, it represents like like a door, a door of some kind, right? Well, when they have this door or many doors, they realize that as soon as they walk through one of those doors, as soon as they make the action of choosing to commit to one of those doors, choosing with their ni inferior, uh, and then uh, commit and then committing to making that decision with their integrated sensing nemesis. What ends up happening is that they know, instinctually, intuitively, they know that all of their other previous options will close. They will lose those doors. It's kind of like when they're in a relationship with somebody, they know if they commit to that one person, they're going to lose out on all of their other sexual options. You know, And women with Introverted Intuition Inferior have it even harder than men with introverted intuition inferior, because from their point of view, hey, if I'm going to commit to this man, all my other options in men will end up going away because that's the nature of commitment. So it becomes a struggle. So oftentimes, because their introverted sensing nemesis provides them a lot of worry centered around commitment. If they actually make, a choice, they know that they're losing out on choices. So the act of commitment itself to them ends up coming off like some kind of assault, a direct assault on their introverted intuition inferior. And it inhibits their ability to make choices. And uh, so what they end up doing is being stagnant. They end up making no choice whatsoever. Then they end up stagnating. And it's funny because when they decide to not make a choice because they're afraid of making a choice because they're worried about commitment, right? When they make that choice, all those other choices basically disappear. And that loss of choice gives them an insane amount of cognitive dissonance. And it's like, uh, it's like analysis paralysis or choice paralysis. They just become paralyzed. And through that action and through that state of paralysis, they end up actually losing their freedom in the process. They actually lose what options they have by not choosing any of the options they have. So that, and they end up stuck in this non-committal state. That's where you get stories of like ESTPs and ESFPs. Doesn't matter if they're men, doesn't matter if they're women, but what ends up happening is that they wake up 45, 50 years old and their whole life has gone by having never really actually made a decision never really actually made anything of themselves and they become entirely depressed. This is also one of the reasons, like for example, you hear about uh, Roald Tomasi or uh, Andrew Tate, Justin Waller, or uh, even, um, gosh, uh, the late uh, Kevin Samuels, uh, rest in peace, brother, uh, talk about uh, how, They talk about how like, you know, you see people, you see men, for example, who are alpha, and then all of a sudden they commit to women and they turn into betas. And it's like, wow, what actually just like happened there? And this is definitely something that plagues ESTP men more than anybody. It's extremely common for like the alpha ESTP man because alpha traits and alpha nature, uh, you know, psychologically comes naturally to ESTPs, right? and that natural uh, behavior uh, you can almost expect that every time that they actually decide to commit to a woman they end up like making because of that commitment to the woman they end up in her frame and not necessarily having her in their frame basically and it's because of how intro intuition inferior works psychologically they've just eliminated all their options by choosing her maybe they desire to make her the mother of their children who who knows you know maybe Maybe they're um, 38, 39 years old. They finally decided to settle down with like 24 year old, uh, maybe a 25 year old woman, etc. And they're going and they intend to make this girl the mother of their children, right? But they end up having this nature based loss of frame as men with women just because they know that they've closed out all of the other options. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, people like Tomasi, like, recommend to uh, these types of men to utilize Dread Game in order to, you know, keep their marriage going, you know, their, their commitment and relationships going, which can suck. It can really suck because it can really suck for them in this regard uh, because, uh, you know, typically when you commit to a woman, frequency of sex goes down, quality of sex goes down, they let their body go, they eventually become disrespectful over time. But I think the main reason for this is basically their loss of frame as men, you know, because of how introvert intuition works. So and what and what I'm saying is is like like to them like the risk of committing is also really hard because it requires a leap of faith. It require making decision really requires a huge leap of faith and the faith function is also introverted sensing, it's their nemesis. So they're worried about it. They're worried about what the commitment's going to be. They're worried that they're not going to have as much fun as they used to have. They become very nostalgic over the days that they had options and that ends up like destroying them or blowing up in their face. Let's look at, let's look at the INTJ approach. Now, before I go into INTJ, I would like to kind of reframe my answer to this question slightly. Gosh, the wind is just terrible. I'm going to adjust the camera slightly here. So, to like kind of reframe it, um, look at it in terms of NI optimistics versus NI pessimistics. So NI optimistics are NI child and NI hero, right? Uh, NI pessimistics are NI parent and NI inferior. We just talked about NI inferior with ESFPs and ESTPs. NI the other NI pessimistics, which is the NI um, NI parents, so that's the ENTJs and the ENFJs, men or women, they also have a similar problem. The difference is, is that instead of like being avoidant of decision-making, they do kind of do the opposite. They, they make a lot of decisions and they make decisions very quickly, almost too quickly, so they can become super impulsive. And that impulsivity ends up causing them some problems. So it ends up blowing up in their face. Impulsivity uh, leads to wrong decision-making and they end up, you know, due to S-E trick or SI Trickster they end up committing to the wrong things. And they think that they're committing to the right thing, but they're really not committing to the right thing at all. And if you ever seen those men or women, especially like in relationships, their commitments, or like when they're committing to a job, you're like, why did you commit to that job? Like, why did you even bother going for that job? That you know, you know they're going to get fired, or you know, you just know that that job is going to fail them in some capacity, that that's not a really good career move. It's kind of like, um, I was actually talking to uh, a woman, an, an NI parent woman on Facebook Messenger, one of my clients, and she's been discussing with me about learning programming. And I'm trying to tell her, like, no, 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 don't, do not get into computer programming; it will destroy your life. Please don't do that, right? But she's she's coming off a little impulsive, right? And. And I'm trying to tell you, no, you need to go into management, do project management, get PMP certified, do something like that. If you're really looking for a job, so you can continue to provide for your son, go in that direction. So at least you have some aspect of fulfillment within, you know, within your approach. And I know that computer programming can make a lot of money, and there might be, a, you know, some some greed, uh, deadly sin there, or maybe some pride, deadly sin there. That's getting the way. That's like encouraging that level of decision making, but ultimately. My extroverted intuition hero is just aware that it's going to blow up in her face and ultimately cause failure down the road. Which is why she's checking in with me. She's like, hey, is this a good decision? You know, introverted feeling uh, inferior or introverted feeling nemesis, trying to be like, you know, hey, is this valuable? Do you, um, what do you think? Or how do you feel about this, right? So they're checking to make sure. So at least that level of impulsivity is being checked by at least going to somebody else and asking the question so they can at least verify whether or not you know this is a good decision. So at least NI parent can be a little responsible with its decision-making as an NI pessimistic in there. But again, even they still know because it's a parent function, they know that as soon as they make a decision, those options will go away. But from their perspective, because they're intuitive because it's NI parent, they know that more options will eventually come. And NI parent is just so aware of the additional options So from their perspective, they can just keep being in a state of making decision after decision or having multiple commitments or one commitment after another. You know, it's like being serial monogamous, right, in your relationships or um, one of those people who end up trying job over and over and over and over and over and over and never really actually having any success in their life. So what they think is them having a strong parental focus with their introvert intuition parent. It ends up actually devolving into a high, into a huge lack of focus, a lack of focus, which ends up screwing them in the long run. And and then honestly, like I end up feeling bad for these people. I really do. So that's the anti-pessimistic. So let's look at, let's look at the anti-optimistics, uh, the anti childs of the world, and the anti-heroes of the world. Ni heroes have like you know the the INFJs the INTJ people of the world they end up having a completely different perspective uh, because they look at decision making from a point of certainty and they'll usually the more freedom they have they, they know that they have a lot more options but because they may have like they may, if they or if, if uncertainty is present if uncertainty is present whatsoever they too will end up stagnating like an Ni inferior would because that Ni inferior can eventually become like an Ni hero when they're using their subconscious, when they transition to their subconscious, like when an ESTP becomes INFJ subconscious, or an ESFP becomes INTJ subconscious, it's still somewhat centered around this need for certainty, basically. And if they are uncertain it's, it's insanely debilitating. They're just going to decide to not make any decision whatsoever. And you just feel bad for them. I know I do. Like if a child is like, oh my God, please stop. They don't want to do anything unless they're certain. So oftentimes like my expert intuition hero, my introverted sensing inferior and then it goes aspirational mode. If if like there's an NI hero that's like really close in my life, if if I'm really, really close to an NI hero and I am very, very close to a few NI heroes in my life, I always try to like guide them in direction of like, okay, these decisions are very certain and you're going to get a certain result from it. But their introverted sensing demon has such a lack of faith that oftentimes they don't even believe me, especially like if they're an INFJ with their TE trickster, they just don't believe me. And it's also really just as hard uh, for a TE parent, you know, because the parent function is in reflection with the trickster function. If you want to learn more about cognitive reflection, watch season 18. I know some season 18 episodes are being released one at a time uh, per month. but Let me be honest with you. It'll be at least a year and a half before the uh, cognitive reflection episodes come out. Uh, so I recommend going to life forward slash members. Becoming a member, it's only 29 bucks a month. Takes about six, seven weeks to binge all the content, anyway. So go out there and binge it. Treat it like Netflix. I don't care. Just go binge the content and go learn about cognitive reflection. Right? If you learn about cognitive reflection, you'll actually be able to understand like how this works a little bit. But extroverted thinking parent, like while well, while it has a higher capacity to like believe what I'm saying in terms of like my recommendations for certainty oftentimes they just choose to not listen, usually because TI critic is getting in the way. So they end up stagnating as well, and they end up actually not making any commitments and doing nothing, and they just get stuck in their life as well. So the same fate that would be there for an ESTP and an ESFP person is the same fate that an INTJ and an INFJ person would have also with their own decision-making, that also will end up blowing up in their face. NI child, however, NI child's perspective is, They'll just make all the decisions whenever they can. Ni child knows that they're always like Ni child is interesting. They're they're kind of special because, like, they see life like parkour basically with their decision making. They always know that new doors will always be available in front of them as long as they just keep going. As long as they're, as long as they're, you know, stay focused on keep going, moving forward. The problem is, is that it's oftentimes without a plan. It doesn't, and certainty is not as important to them because they're at least certain that there's always gonna be another jump off point, but it can end up being really chaotic. And that chaos in their life can really actually just serve to inhibit them in other ways because they're just not aware of the consequences of their own actions. And from their perspective, like um, especially, especially, you know, anti-inferiors, actions and intentions are the same. So they end up having the best intentions, but then they end up having a lot of blowback, a ton of blowback. And that blowback can all, uh, those unintended consequences could also set them back in their life as well. So them having a ton of freedom for decision-making is not as necessarily healthy either. So how does all of this come together? How does it, uh, what does it actually mean when it, when it all comes together? Well, it's it really comes down to this, the more freedom an NI user has, the less effort they actually put into their life if you think about it. If you notice that when does an NI user become their most productive? When? Well, they become their most productive, they become their most successful when they actually are lacking freedom because then the challenge is about gaining more freedom. So if they're stuck in their life, if they're pinned down by the ball and chain. It could be a job, it could be a relationship, it could be their family, it could be their church, it could be whatever. But if they're actually held back in their life due to a lack of freedom in their life, if they have a lack of freedom in their life, they're gonna be that much more motivated to gain it. And that's when their highest level of productivity actually is. So the more burdens an NI user has on their life, the more productive they actually are because then their decision-making is centered around actually gaining more freedom and gaining more options for themselves. The problem is as soon as they dig themselves out of the hole, the hole being a lack of freedom and they're out of the hole, they end up eventually stumbling into another hole because having all of the freedom of the world still inhibits their ability moving on. And that can be a huge problem for them. They can end up actually like not getting anywhere in their life. And no one wants that. So at the end of the day, you know, it ends up becoming this fight between personal freedom and self-discipline. Now there's this song uh, by Akira the Dawn, and I forget this other guy. It comes from the album called The Path. It's called Discipline Equals Freedom. This entire concept, Discipline Equals Freedom, is a person needs to have, especially an NI user, needs to have a balance between freedom and discipline without utilizing both discipline and freedom in their life, they're not going to get anywhere and they're just going to get stuck. Like I said, the more freedom an NI user has, the less effort they actually put into their life. The less freedom that an NI user has, they put in way more effort, they're way more productive, and they're actually way more likely to be successful in their life. And if if that's something you want, that's something you're seeking, then I highly, highly recommend you consider that. If you don't know what commitments you should make, well, make commitments and see what happens. And then if it doesn't work out, do a do-over. My expert sensing demon is willing to burn down my life to the ground at any moment and rebuild. Why do you think forests catch fire? I'm gonna use the fire of Ni Nemesis to burn down the introverted sensing forest of my life so that there's, you know, uh, you know, via like, you know, uh, the wind of my expert sensing demon combining with the fire of my anti-nemesis to burn my life to the ground so that new life can begin. There's no shame in starting over. And the best part is, is that the more you've been through in your life, it's way easier for you to start over. It's easier for you to start over and you'll actually bounce back faster. So it's like one step back, two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, kind of like that in that sequence. And that's literally how an NI user can get over this risk of too much freedom equals a lack of effort. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening and I'll see you guys tonight on the Discord.